When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Chiefs Kingdom, what's going on? Welcome into our Tuesday live show. We're happy you joined us here. And as always, the first question we have to ask you is who you got game week. We switch from uh, the Buffalo Bills to another AFC East team in the New England Patriots. Who you got KC, any? We got to see those KCs in the chat. Lennon, is that Lennon? It is Jace. But it is Lennon on there too. Paul Emos is in the chat. Let's go. The Dean Duo. What's up, the Dean? Zen Charlie, type those KCs. Everybody who types KC gets a, ch gets a shout out. Big Guys RPG, Synopsum. The Dean Duo already getting some questions in there. I like it. I like it. We got a mailbag. You know what's coming up. Paul Amos spamming the KC in there. Tony, I'm sorry you're feeling bad, man. We're happy you're here, though. We're happy you're here. Crystal saying KC. Ed V saying KC. Lennon, not going to lie, last week when the flag was thrown in MVS Rage was funny most. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, that, that was pretty that was pretty crazy. There's, there's a couple of moments the past two games that I just don't know. Dakota, <laughs> what is wrong with this team? I don't know, man. I don't know, man. The Dean Doe, same, Tony. Same. Uh, it's, it's, it's unfortunate. It's, it's that time of year. It's that time of year. Chris R., what's up, man? John Davidson, type in KC. We love it. Let's go. I'm sorry you're feeling bad, Tony. Piss poor coaching and lackluster offense, says Lewis. I agree. Lackluster offense is absolutely bad, bad, bad. It's just terrible. We appreciate all you hanging out with us, Coney, Stott, Stevenson, everybody coming in here. We're slowly greening more and more and more people, and we absolutely love it. We love this time. We're excited to have you here. We're excited to have you here. It's a good time to be a good time. Tony Fuentes, Lennon, have you seen the new rumor of the Super Bowl? Yes, I've seen it. I've seen it. The only problem, and that funny enough, the, the Cowboys and the Chiefs are actually the two favorites, or rather the, the two are, are around the same area in terms of Super Bowl seating. So it's actually kind of funny, because if you look at it, it's like, well, I mean, I know they haven't exactly won, but they've been right there each time. So we're just going to have to see. It's been absolutely amazing, though, and I'm super excited for it, so... Without further ado, though, let's tell you about our sponsor real quick, and that is Factor Meals. So Factor, I know we've talked about them here on the show, but if you're looking for some nutritious and convenient meals to keep you energized on these holiday season, well, Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service, can help you fuel up fast for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with chef-prepared, dietitian-approved, ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track with your health, with your healthy lifestyle while tackling all of your holiday to-dos. Now, if you're like me and you're too busy with plans for cooking and you want to make sure you're still eating well, well, Factor will help you by skipping the extra grocery trip store and going without the chopping, without the prepping, without the cleaning up, while still getting the flavor and nutritional quality you need. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy. Enjoy extra convenience any time of the day with an assortment of 45-plus add-ons to suit various preferences and tastes. Choose from breakfast items like their delicious apple cinnamon pancakes, bacon and cheddar egg bites, and potato bacon and egg breakfast skillet. Or, for an easy wellness boost, try refreshing beverage options like cold-pressed juices, shakes, and smoothies. Now, if you head to factormeals.com slash chiefschat50 and use that code right there, chiefschat50, you're going to get 50% off. So, once again, 
for America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service. Go in there, and that's code CHIEFSCHAT50 at factormeals.com slash CHIEFSCHAT50 to get 50% off. Shout out your city. Where are you watching today's show from? Where are you hanging out with us? Because I got to know. I got to know what's going on and how everybody's feeling here in the kingdom. Fever and an asthma cough. Dang, I'm Tony. I'm sorry, Tony. James is in the house saying, KC. What's up, James? Got Paul Amos saying, cut. Lisa Cheney saying, KC. Uh, the Dean Doe, John Ross is going to be a beast for a different team. He was cut, unfortunately. Chris Idle from Ada, Ohio. Paul Amos from Tonganoxy, Kansas. James saying, Tony should be benched. You're telling me. You're telling me. This guy it just finds a different way to lose every single week, and it's honestly just kind of wild. It's just kind of wild. I can't wait to try factory meals. I know, Tony. I actually had a couple last week. They're actually really, really good. And honestly, the, uh, the shakes or the smoothies, those are my favorite part. I had those every morning all week last week. They're amazing. David Stockling, hopefully after the last game, the Chiefs will be on fire to win. Yeah, I'm hoping so. Hopefully they just kind of feel that fire in them and get going. Lewis Cutbirth from Mexico, Missouri. Let's go, Lewis. Let's go. Tony Flintress from Dallas. The Dean Duo. Yeah, I know. I tell you what, Dean Duo, though, we are going to talk about another receiver that has the initials JR and has the last name Ross that could be a factor and could be a beast in the upcoming weeks. We'll talk about that and tell you who that is in just a little bit. But before we get going, we got Ed V from Los Angeles, California. We got James from Glasgow, Scotland. I love it, laddie. Richard P. from Kansas City, Missouri. And then Payson from Boulevard, Missouri. Lennon, we are a playoff team, not a regular season team. Correct. Also, Edmond, Oklahoma. We got you. We got you. Oh, I got you, Dean. I got you. Brisboro from Wichita, Kansas. And Lewis already knows the name. We're going to talk about it. He may not be this much help. What's up, Ty Man? Glad you're here. Mariah and Ty Man from OHIO. We like it. We like it. Well, I'm telling you what. We've talked about a lot of these refs calls, the refs over the past couple weeks. And, uh, well, last week was something. But the two weeks prior with that pass interference was maybe even more egregious. So if you're tired of watching this stupid ref show on turf, Hit that like button. We got almost 70 people in here and not even 20 likes. What's going on? If you're here and you're excited for the Chiefs and you're tired of watching this ref show, then hit that like button. We're here. We're having a good time. And I'm telling you one thing. There is one guy that I know for sure has hit the like button because he's tired of the ref show. He wants to have a party. And honestly, he knows exactly what it feels like to get screwed because he gets screwed every day because he went to the Sooner College of Oklahoma. We bring him on. It's producer. Oh, hold on. He actually left the building. He's coming back. You caught me as I'm like I still was... finishing my lunch here. Oh, I'm sorry. There it is. There we go. Sam Brown. Sorry, I'm licking off my fingers here a little bit. Excited to get going. Excited to see everyone here. Let's get the likes up. Let's get at least 30, 40, 50 likes. We got 60 people watching right now. Everyone hates the refs. I hate the refs. If you don't hate the refs, you're, you're un-American. Un so, <laughs> you heard it here first. It's the, it's the right thing to do. If so, you, if you're American, hit the like button. If you love your country, hate, you hate the refs. And if you hate the refs, you, you should be liking country. this video. Oh, yeah. There you go. Boom. Tony liked it. The Dean Doe laughing with it. Paul liked it. Let's go. Cleta McNary, Missouri from Mariah. We like it. Chiefs got to be a real interesting team to make the playoffs. Well, Lewis, they'll, they'll make the playoffs. I mean, if they win this week, there's, there's a very good shot that it's, they could probably clinch the playoffs. If they can win, a couple other things happen. Let's go, Tony. Got 30 likes now. Keep it rolling. Keep it loading. Is Canarius Tony deserving of a roster spot, guys? We've seen a cut MVS, cut Canarius Tony. Um, is it going to be time to say that maybe he doesn't deserve a roster spot? I, the Dean Duo says no. <laughs> Saying that Canarius does not deserve a spot. He, he needs to be off this team. Let me know. Is he deserving of a roster spot? Because I'm, I'm kind of thinking he might not be. Lennon says yes. All right, we got, we got a supporter of Tony saying Lennon. Yes, KT should be gone, says the Dean Deal. Got some opinions here. Richard P. liked the video. We like it, Richard. 60 people watching, 35 likes. Keep hitting that like button. We got to get to 50. Let's get to 50. Keep popping those likes. We got the Dean Deal. Oh, and I'm gone. Mariah says Ross. We love it. <laughs> yeah, Tony's an interesting case because, like, he has a lot of prowess and a lot of, like, you know, Things that you want, but at the same time, he's just done so much bad. Lynn and I see a six and four, one Super Bowl, eight and five, get him another. I tell you, I'm telling you. 
game with T-Mac says yes. Dice says he's bad. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's putting it a little lightly. He's dropped passes and doesn't know how to line up on Sutton. Ross will have a 100-yard game before postseason. All right, Payson. All right. Lindine Duo, trade KT for T. Higgins. I don't know if the, the Bengals will take that and the trade deadline's already up right now. So Yeah, that might uh <laughs> I don't think they would have taken that anyway, but I don't uh, think that quite works out. No, the money wouldn't go well. The money would not go well. I'm just just because I'm sick doesn't mean I'm missing it today. Well, I'm happy you're here, Tony. Even under the weather, Tony Fuentes is still here. And I know Tony's gonna be one of them to get on today's mailbag show, but if you want to get on the mailbag here later in the show, you can use hashtag Chiefs or you can skip the queue and jump right up to the front. <laughs> Saw your face. Jump right up to the front of the line and make sure you get on the show with a super chat. Plus, not only you're gonna get on the show, any super chat, we're getting a personalized Chiefs chuckle. Me, Sam, gonna chant your name. We're gonna have a good time. We're having fun. So that's the big thing. Any super chat at all today, we're getting a personalized Chiefs chop. We're gonna have a good time. And honestly, here's the big thing: we want you to have a good time with us. So I think that's the way we can do it. And can share our love for this Chiefs team, even in the darkest of times. And to quote Andy Reid, I'll say it again like I said this Sunday. When it's grim, be the Grim Reaper. It got grimmer. Hey, Kobe, I see you in there. You used uh, hashtag Chiefs, which is awesome. Uh, copy that message and take out the space bar between the hashtag and the Chiefs. So it has to be all one word for you to be able to get on there. Like the d We've got some uh, fancy technology. It's like a little server that pulls the words, hashtag Chiefs. So it has to be all one word, Kobe. So appreciate you getting on the show. You're going to get, if you do that, I guarantee you, you're going to get on the show. And if you super chat, you're going to skip the quay. We're going to get you on. It's going to be a good time. Gosh, dang it. I'm, I'm trying to get it where one show, you don't say it. I thought every hey, time I... I'm just I... trying to help. I was just trying to help. You're saying it wrong. It's not quay. It's Q. I was just trying to help Kobe. Come on, Kobe, you can get in there. Just like the Dean Duo and Tony Fuentes have it where it's hashtag Chiefs, all the one spacing. Sam actually created that technology back in 1957. He was a really, really, uh, what do you call him, like inventor? Yeah, yeah before really, computers even existed. He was that good. He was that, I was that guy. That, 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 you were that guy. You're Himothy. Sam Brown Himothy. Sam Himothy Brown. Most people don't know that. That's actually his middle name. Behind that is Boomer Sooner. Pickens had an attitude problem. Forget that. Yeah. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Appreciate y'all sending your questions. Again, Kobe, like Sam said, just make out that space a little bit. Take it off. There you go, Kobe. There we go. We got Kobe. He'll be on the show. We got a lot of questions today, guys. I like it. We're talking a bunch. We're talking a bunch. Well, I'll tell you what. Here's the three shows we're going with. We're going with the latest Chiefs rumors. Hint, hint, it does involve the refs, Kadarius Tony, and a little bit of ESPN insider information that says maybe he was offside the entire game. Uh-oh. We'll find out. We're also going to talk about Justin Ross returning. Well, technically, he's eligible now. What will the Chiefs do, though? We're going to talk about it and what Andy Reid had to say about it yesterday, along with, like you're doing, hashtag Chiefs. We're doing a mailbag at the end of the show. If you want to make sure you get on, well, you can super chat, skip the line. You'll be the first question on the mailbag. And guess what? If you're the first question, not only are you going to be the first one on today's live show, you're going to be the first one on the show later in the week, which means everybody is going to see you Plus, you get that personalized Chiefs chop. What better way to get your Tuesday afternoon started with a Chiefs chop and a super chat? We appreciate all of you, but hey, without further ado, we got the questions rolling in. We got over 75 people, 43 likes. We're having a good time. We hope you are too. And without further ado, let's get this show rolling with the latest Chiefs rumors involving Kadarius Tony, and if he was offsides all game, and if the refs should have actually called that penalty. Chiefs Kingdom, you're watching the Chiefs Report by Chat Sports. I'm your host, Jay Sanders. And we have new information on Kadarius Tony and whether or not he was offsides in that call. And maybe he was offsides the entire game. Well, an ESPN cider talked about this and said that, man, maybe it should have been called earlier and it could have been avoided later in the game. So that's the first topic, the ref show. And then we talk about Andy Reid, how he has, still has confidence in Kadarius Tony and that they're going to trust him throughout the rest of the season. Plus, is the number one seed still possible for the Kansas City Chiefs? We mentioned that in the later half of the show, but for right now, let's kind of get talking about these refs. And I think before we get talking about the analytics, everything behind it, whether Tony was off, if you're tired of the ref show, listen, I think even two weeks ago, we could talk about this. 
the pass interference against MVS that wasn't called. There was a lot of penalties that I think were inconsistent in the Chiefs game this past Sunday. And if you're tired of it and you just want to see at least consistency from the NFL refs, then hit that like button because I don't know about you. I'm tired of this freaking ref show on turf. So spam that like button. Let's get as many as we can because guess what? Refs stink. Let's get going here. Dan Orlovsky is that NFL insider who talked about Mr. Kadarius Tony, and what he said was this. Never once in that same alignment did the official ever warn him. Hey, you have to get back. So is he offside on that final play? Yeah, he probably is. And he was three, four, five other times in that game. So it is incumbent upon the officials in that situation to make sure he gets warned because that final play happened multiple times within that football game. Now, these, he is referencing that Kadarius Tony was offside this entire game. And he has valid proof. He had three pictures to support his evidence that were not that final play. Here's one. You see that blue line? That's the line of scrimmage. Kadarius Tony, he is stepping on that line, just like the final play. Flag wasn't thrown here. Well, how about, okay, maybe it was just one other time. Well, then he found another play. He's also offside here, right? Flag wasn't thrown there. There was no warning given there. Okay. But it was only two times, right? No, he found a third one. Orlovsky watched every snap and continued to find it. I'm telling you, it is just insane. They continue to just look over here and keep finding him being step off, stepping off sides. There is a legitimate argument behind all this. Like, Orlovsky isn't just pulling this out. He watched every snap and saw that Kadarius Tony may have been off sides five times. Now, that's not to say that he shouldn't have been off sides. It's the fact that there's a lack of consistency in the NFL. And both Mahomes and Reed kind of commented on this yesterday and in postgame that it wasn't exactly the penalty they were really concerned with or upset about. It was the fact that Andy Reed has coached for over 25,000 snaps, and that was the first offensive offsides call on him. And on top of which, if he was lined up in that way the entire game, why was it not called before? That wouldn't have happened in that time. But instead, they're just not consistent. And that was the ultimate thing was you have to have a relationship and want to see consistently see throughout these refs. And it hasn't been. What's a catch? What's roughing the passer? What's offensive offsides? Because I'm kind of wondering what it is. Because let's go to last night's game. Doubleheader on Monday Night Football. Jalen Waddle. What's the difference? He's on the line. Now, I will kind of take myself back and play devil's advocate to myself, saying that the line of scrimmage that you see on the TV is not exactly always the line of scrimmage. As you can see here with Tony, that football is a little bit back than that line. But at the same time, there is just a level of consistency that has to be had between these officials, and it's just not there. And I don't really understand what to do in terms of how to kind of work this out and overall make it to where these refs understand that it's not that we expect them to be perfect. They're human. But at the same time, you do expect consistency. You do expect these guys to come in and honestly just call the game properly throughout the entirety of the game. Carl Sheffers was the official in Sunday's game. He has a history with the Chiefs. If you remember, he actually was the one who called the holding penalty on Eric Fisher back in 2016 that ultimately helped to the Steelers winning that game. He also had a couple of calls against the Chiefs, including the roughing the passer on Chris Jones, where he strip-sacked Derek Carr, called the roughing the passer there. And he's been labeled in a guy as a guy in this Chiefs locker room that they don't like. In fact, if you remember back when Travis Kelsey talked about Sheffers, saying this, it's an ignorance that ref number 51, talking about Sheffers, should never be allowed to wear a zebra jersey again. I mean, this guy does not have a good rep in the freaking Chiefs locker room. And I understand that Kadarius Tony was offside on that last play call. But at the same time, if there was consistency throughout the previous portion of the game, it would have been a little easier to take. It's kind of a tough situation here, I understand. But it's, again, it's not the fact that the penalty was called. It's the fact that it wasn't consistent. And that there was previous times in that football game where the offsides was not called and it looked like he was offside. I'm, I'm fine with you calling it. Just call it consistently throughout the entire game and consistently throughout the league. I do have to stop here, though, because Kadarius Tony was offside. 
He was. And this is not the first time he's lost the game for the Chiefs. Go back to the first game of the year. He had that ball bounced out of his hands that resulted in a pick six. He dropped the ball in that game as well that would have been in field goal range. Is Kadarius Tony worth a roster spot in your opinion? Like, do you think he's worth it to stay on this team? Because I'm starting to question that a little bit. I mean, MVS and Tony, $2 million for Kadarius, $14 million for MVS in this offseason. Did they cut him? I don't know, but let me know in the comment section, is Kadarius Tony deserving of a roster spot on this Kansas City Chiefs squad? We'll have to see if he keeps it. His stats, well, they say something else. 25 receptions, 164, one touchdown, 6.6. The sucky part is his stats could be so much better if he just caught the ball a couple different times. So much better, but yet they're just not there. Now, there is one person who still shows confidence in Canary's Tony, and that's Andy Reid. He has consistently said that all year, not just in Tony, not just in MVS, but this entire wide receiver room. He has consistently come to the podium, come to his press conference and say, hey, you can ask about the receivers all you want, but I'm going to show confidence in my guys. Now, we'll give you the direct quote and exactly what he said in just a moment, but if you're looking for holiday meals here and you want to make sure you stay on tack with your nutritional needs, well, use factormeals.com slash chiefschat50. You're going to get $50 off, off America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service. Now, this bustling holiday season, you might be looking for nutritious flavorful meals to fuel you on jam-packed days. Well, Factor can help you eat well for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle while tackling all of your holiday to-dos. Cross meal prepping off your list this holiday season with Factor. Skip the meal prepping, skip the grocery trip, the shopping, the shopping, the prepping, and even cleaning up. You get Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals that are delivered straight to your door. They're ready also in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat, then enjoy. Now, Factor isn't just for dinner, though. You can count on extra convenience at any time of the day with an assortment of 55-plus add-ons to suit various preferences and taste. Choose from a quick breakfast items like Choose from quick breakfast items, lunch-to-go, grab-and-go snacks, and ready-to-drink cold-pressed juices, shakes, and smoothies. Once again, head to factormeals.com slash chiefschat50 and use that code chiefschat50. You're going to get 50% off. Once again, chiefschat50 at factormeals.com slash chiefschat50 to get 50% off. We love you. We care about you. So we're going to put that in the comments and in the description down below. Go click that link and get 50% off your first Factor Meals. The wide receivers are getting too much slack. I mentioned how Andy Reid is pretty confident in this wide receiver room, but I think there has to come to a point where you have to start blaming them. You have to still be hard on them and understand that you can trust them while also going and saying, listen, he's got to be better. But they have not said that. He said this about Kadarius Tony yesterday in his press conference. The thing I know is he makes plays. He makes plays when he has the ball in his hand, and that's important. He's a young guy. He doesn't have a ton of experience, but I think he's getting better every week. I don't see that as being a negative. Well, Andy, let's start looking at the negatives because, listen, I love you. You are a great coach. You and Patrick Mahomes have been the best coaches, the best teammates to these guys all season long. But at the same time, there has been multiple problems. I mentioned game one. You had Kadarius Toney where he right there dropped the ball that would have gotten him in a field goal range. He also had a ball that bounced out of his hands for a pick six, and there goes that game. You go to the Packers game, dropped ball. I mean, there's pass interference, I guess, yeah. You go to the Eagles game, dropped by MVS. That could have been a win. You go to this pass game, offsides on Kadarius Tony. There's four of those five losses that you can directly correlate to the wide receivers. Now, I'm not saying that you can directly correlate a game to one play, but at the same time, those receivers dropped balls in those games the entirety of the game and yet it still came down to them, and they couldn't make the play at the right time. I have seen some comments rolling, though, about maybe it's not the wide receivers. Maybe it's Matt Nagy. So I have to ask this question. Who do you blame for five losses? I mean, the Chiefs fans, the Chiefs kingdom, they expected a three to four loss season. You're at five, and you got four weeks to go. Who do you blame? If you think it's the wide receivers, then I want you to type WR. If you think it's Matt Nagy, then I want you to type MN. I think this is an interesting topic because Matt Nagy, although he doesn't call the plays, has the offensive scheme ready and kind of gives that out to Andy Reid. I don't know what to go from there. Is the number one seed still an option? 
And the loss versus the Bills hurt in more ways than one. But is there a way the Chiefs can make that way into the one seed in the AFC? Well, let's look at that AFC playoff picture and kind of see exactly what we can do here with how to find a way for this Chiefs squad to jump up to the one spot. So the Dolphins losing last night to the Titans was a huge help, an absolute huge help as it pushed the Dolphins back to just one game ahead of the Chiefs. But the thing is, they're going to need the Baltimore Ravens to lose two games in the final four weeks, and the Chiefs will have to win out. So there's a lot of things you have to look at, but the first thing that you have to do is to win out. That's ultimately all you can control at this point. If you win out, you can let the cards unfold. The Ravens have the Niners. They have to play along with the Dolphins. The Dolphins play the Cowboys. So here's the thing that you could do. You could see the Dolphins lose to the Cowboys, beat the Ravens, and the Ravens lose to the Dolphins and lose to the Niners. That puts you all tied with five losses on the season as long as the Chiefs went out. And the Chiefs would have the better record over the Baltimore Ravens and head-to-head -head against the Dolphins. Therefore, the Chiefs could jump up to that one spot. So there is a shot for the one seed, but you now are not relying on yourself. You're relying on multiple different things to happen. Luckily, last night's loss by the Dolphins really, really helped, and you're rooting for Miami now to root Baltimore, or beat Baltimore, rather, and then Baltimore to lose to the Niners. We appreciate you watching, though, and if you're excited for this Chiefs squad to hopefully come out and just run through these four games like playoff-like games, then hit that like button. And as always, subscribe to youtube.com slash Chiefs TV. We appreciate it as always. Chiefs Kingdom. Peace out. All right, who do you blame for the five losses? The wide receivers or Matt Nagy? Is someone you blame more than others? Is it Matt Nagy? Oh. Did I miss that? We did. Peyton Burks is a first-time super chatter. Let's go, Peyton. Let's go, Peyton. Hey, Sin. Hey, Sin. It's with Oh, S. my gosh. Payson. Well, we're going to get right here. So the thing, with, thing. the thing with Jace is he can't read. I can't. I just talk. Uh, I noticed it a little later. You, you said someone, uh, you called someone Mariah, and her name was Marie. So there's that. Here's the one thing I can get right. I can get right this one. Payson. 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 Let's go, Payson. 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 Let's go. Spam Payson in the chat. Spam Payson. Oh my gosh. Payson. I can't talk, Payson. I'm sorry. We appreciate your question, though. Should the Chiefs target T. Higgins and Marquise Brown in the offseason or trade up early for a first round wide receiver? I like both, to be honest. I think it could be an option where if you don't make the Super Bowl and you know the only reason you didn't is because of your wide receivers. Listen, I know you want to sign Chris Jones back. But at the same time, this defense has been pretty good. Maybe you don't need him. Sounds bad, but maybe you don't. Maybe you just say, screw it. We're going to trade to get up to the one spot, or not the one spot, but a higher pick in the first round. And you sign a guy like Marquise Brown. You sign a guy like Tiggins. I think the better option, though, I will say, Payson, I like Curtis Samuel, guy out of Washington. He's going to be labeled about $5 million per year. He's cheap. He fits the Chiefs' scheme. And he has a couple of games where he'll just go off. And that's with Sam Howell as his quarterback. Imagine what he could do with Patrick, Pat, Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. So, Payson, I'm going to make that the first question on the mailbag, too. Yeah, so I'm answering it here, but I'll send some the mailbag. There you go. So if you want to be right behind them, the answer is, you know, send in a super chat. But obviously, you can get your questions in using hashtag Chiefs. Shout out to Payson sending in the $5 Super Chat. He's a real one. First time Super Chat, too. Welcome to the yeah. party. Welcome to the party, Payson. You're a legend. I'm sorry about your name. I, I literally just can't read. It's a problem with me. Oh, well. We're getting it going. We appreciate it. Time in saying Payson. Let's go. The Dean Duo saying Payson. Tony saying Payson. Oh, time in. It was a great game last night. Thank goodness. That helped the Chiefs out a ton. Titans taking out the freaking... Taking out the Dolphins. It's crazy. Crazy. Let's go. We got the Paysons in the chat. Shout out to Payson, man. Legendary. Jorge saying there. The Dean Duo, we got your question, my guy. We got your question. We'll make sure to put you all in there. We appreciate y'all. Wide receivers is what y'all are saying. Or who do you blame for the five losses? I kind of agree. 
Lennon says everyone contributes. Whenever Tyreek was out, the Dolphins sputtered badly. Yeah, I'm telling you, the secret sauce to the Dolphins is definitely Tyreek. Like, the Chiefs at least, like, they won a Super Bowl last year without Tyreek. When, when Tyreek got off the field, that offense stunk. <laughs> that offense stunk. Uh, Lennon, I think we got your question. Did you use hashtag Chiefs? I didn't see it. We'll, we'll, we'll look around. It, maybe send it again. I didn't see it. Maybe we can pop it up there again. But we'll, we'll, we'll try and get you in on this whole thing. Tyreek Hill is the whole, It's Tyreek Hill and Raheem Mostert, to be honest. Like, Tua is... He's kind of lifted up by them. <laughs> of course you did. All right, Lennon. Well, you see it? I had to say it. I did a whoopsie. Oh, boy. <laughs> I did a whoopsie. I forgot to change the settings on our on our server beforehand. I did a if you start sending in hashtag Chiefs now, I'm going to get all the questions. That's on me. Hand up. Hand up. That's on me. That's on me. Make uh, fun of me in the chat if we need to. Okay, so everybody, just if you had a question, copy and paste it. Copy and paste it. Hashtag That's Chiefs. That's all you got to do. Oh, my God. All you got to do is ask it again. It's actually uh, pretty easy. Uh, hashtag yeah. Chiefs. I promise you I'll get y'all on. I was I see so the, confused. I see the Dean Duo. I see Kobe in there. I see Tony in there. Um, but get all your questions in one more time for me, please. I just look mind. over and you're just like, uh-oh. That's on me. I could just see the uh-oh in your face. Listen, it's a, it's a, I'm going to be, a, it's a, I'm going to take. A team game. It's a team, it's a team game. game. I'm going to take responsibility when I, when I have to. Hey, so. I can't pronounce names and we forgot that. So it's a, it's a. I tell me, guys. When the are... Chiefs lose, we're off our game. Let's just say that. And the Chiefs don't lose very often, so we kind of, you know, we're not used to this. We're not used to it. There That's you go. The team got it. That's a tough one by me. <laughs> Listen, you live and you learn. Um, life, life goes on. There's a mailbag coming up after this segment, so uh, <laughs> you are true. welcome to use hashtag Chiefs. We can, we to can get we, on the show. We can blame it on the sooner mentality. The good news is, is that because the server, I like, I didn't adjust the server, so I don't have a ton of these. If you send it in now, there's a pretty damn good chance you're going to get on the show. If you super chat, we know you're going to get on the show. Yeah, so Payson's already going to get on here. The opportunity is still there for the taking, but uh, apologies on that for me. <laughs> it's all right. We still love you even though you're a Sooner. It's okay. For now. Don't do it again. Though. <laughs> all right. Well, we got some questions rolling in. Make sure you keep sending them as we keep racking up those questions, putting them in there for the mailbag. But... We got our second show coming live here with Justin Ross making his possible return this week, next week. Well, guess what? We're going to find out right here in this show and what Andy Reid said about him. So that all coming up right here on the Chiefs Report. Justin Ross set to make his return this week? Well, that's a possibility here on the Chiefs Report by Chad Sports. I'm your host, Jace Andrews. And we're going to talk about this possibility as Ross has officially, well, available for the first time in six weeks, can now step on the practice field, can now come back and play with his Chiefs teammate. This coming from Adam Schefter, as he tweeted out saying, Chiefs wide receiver Justin Ross, who has missed the last five games on the commissioner's exemplus after an October incident, will be suspended six regular season games for violating the personal conduct policy for the NFL. Now it continues because since any of those games a player missed while on the list is credited against the suspension, he will be back with the team on Monday after this past Sunday's game when the Chiefs took on the Bills. He will have to pay back those six game checks, though. So they didn't pay him last week, and he'll have to give back those five game checks that he had during the commissioner's simplest. But this is super good news as Ross. Obviously, those five games we missed were added on to the suspension, taken off, and now he can finally come back and be on the practice field tomorrow back with his teammates and playing with this Kansas City squad. Now, if you don't know what happened with Justin Ross, well, he was arrested on October 23rd following a domestic disturbance involving a woman. He was then placed on the commissioner's exemplus and was unable to practice or play with Kansas City. Now, in the seven games he did play, he had three receptions for 34 yards, his best game being against the Minnesota Vikings, where he had a pretty gnarly catch in about the second quarter, jumping up. And I like to call it Rossing somebody because he had a really good catch in the preseason. He Rossed somebody. He Rossed. But the big news behind this is he can now return to the team. It's not like he's going to be held out of practices, not going to be held out of anything, and you can finally get him back and just hopefully have him officially there. Now, this was officially lifted yesterday as it was taken off saying Aaron Wilson saying Justin Ross's suspension was lifted by the NFL, and he can now come back to practice as they get a roster exemption granted. So with all that being said, as you have that on there, you can now have Justin Ross just basically come out 
and play like he never missed a thing. And if you're excited for Justin Ross to return to this squad, then go down there and type Biz Jersey number eight. I want to see the comment section flooded with eights if you're excited for Justin Ross because, listen, I know that he may not make the biggest piece, but at the same time, you got to be excited for what he brings to the team, his speed, his agility, and overall just the way that he has been taught and talked about by not only Mahomes, but also Andy Reid. They liked this guy in preseason, and they didn't get to see him too much before everything kind of went downhill. If you think back to it, I compare him to Rasheed Rice, and guess what? Rasheed started going right after Justin Ross left. That maybe Justin Ross would have got going too. You never really know. He wasn't getting much snap percentage, just like Mr. Rasheed. We'll have to see, though. If you're excited, though, type those eights. Now, the roster exemption, what exactly does that mean? So, with Ross, Ross being added back onto the roster, there's no spot for him. I mean, they got 53 people there, so they have 54 now. Well, the NFL did grant them a, re, a roster exemption, which we will talk about and exactly what that means, how Kansas City will go about it, and if they're even going to allow him to make his return this week against the Patriots. All of that coming up here in just a moment. Before that, if you're going to go watch the Chiefs the rest of the season as they finish out these fast four games, well, then make sure you use Game Time. Game Time is your one place that you need to go for all your ticketing needs. If it's sports, if it's music, if it's comedy, even theater events, Game Time has you covered. You shouldn't have to worry about buying tickets to your next big event. And Game Time gives you the peace of mind when buying tickets with their best price guarantee. And they have things like last-minute ticket deals, flash deals, even zone deals. Plus, it's super easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. You can go into that app, scroll down, see the prices for all the games. You got the Patriots, you got the Raiders, those final couple games going up. And you can go in, click in there, and see exactly what your seat's going to look like. You also have the flash deals, the zone deals, and they even label the cheapest ticket right here. So you see that cheapest ticket. They also got those flash deals that can save around 18% on your tickets. It's super, super nice. And honestly, their app is one of the better ticketing apps in all demand. And I like it because it takes just two clicks to get your tickets. No going here, no going there. It's super, super simple. And like I said, GameTime is obsessed with finding ways to help you save on money. So with those zone deals, you pick a section and then GameTime will pick the seats and you get an average of 18% of savings. So again, take the guesswork out of buying tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app and create an account using code CHIEFSCHAT for $20 off your first purchase. Once again, terms apply. And redeem that code CHIEFSCHAT, C-H-I-E-F-S, C-H-I-E-F-S, chat, CHIEFSCHAT for $20 off your first purchase. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets at the lowest price. Guaranteed. Roster exemption for Ross and the Chiefs. So what exactly does that mean? Now, I think we've had this before in this season, but let's give a little bit of a refresher to why exactly the Chiefs get a roster exemption because of this as they're adding someone back from an exemption list. This also happened with Charles O'Menohue when he came back. Here's what it means. Ross is free to return to practice this week, but if the Chiefs received but the Chiefs received what the NFL calls a roster exemption. That means that Ross does not currently count against the 53-man roster in Kansas City. The roster is currently full, and the team will need to make a corresponding move before activating him to the 53-man roster. The roster exemption gives the Chiefs time to figure out that move. Now, this could last past this practice week, so it may not happen until potentially maybe next Monday. Um, we haven't really gotten an official statement on it yet. Andy Reid kind of talked about it a bit, but this could be one of those where you don't see him uh, in this game against the Patriots. It may be until week 16 when he faces the Raiders that we could see him back on the field. And I thought it was an interesting quote we got from Andy Reid as he talked about this yesterday, saying, we'll just kind of see where he is, talking about Justin Ross, physically. It's, a hard, it's hard to be gone that long and just kind of jump right back in. We'll just have to see where he's at. So I mentioned those games that he could come back for. Let's look at the last four games of the Chiefs' 2023 schedule. So week 15, you got the Patriots. Week 16, you're at the Raiders on Christmas Day. And I'm telling you this, here's the thing. With that, that could be probably the game you see him at because I don't know if he'll come back. Given you're on the road with New England, and like Andy Reid said, he isn't exactly right ready. I mean, it, it's hard to kind of not play for six weeks, not even be at practice, and then just jump back in and play. We saw that with Nick Bolton and his injury. Didn't play for four weeks. He had a full week of practice and then another one before he was able to come back. You know, maybe we'll see him at the Raiders and hopefully he can have these last three games, the Raiders, the Bengals, and the Chargers to kind of get amped up and see if he is available for the postseason. And hey, 
Maybe he could be a boost to this team. The wide receiver room has really, really been bad. Maybe he could help it. Uh, could he be a savior, maybe? I don't know. Could Justin Ross save this Chiefs team as the wide receiver room has been absolutely gosh dang awful? If you think that he could be, then type Y for yes. If you think he couldn't be, this is stupid, Jace, then type N for no. Let me know in the comments section. I think I'll make this one the pinned comment on today's video. So let me know what you're thinking. Can Justin Ross be a seeker to the Chiefs? Type Y for yes or type N for no. The playoff picture, once again, I want to talk about this real quick because I think it's interesting as you have Ross coming in at this time and you have the Dolphins now just one game ahead of you and the Ravens one game ahead of them. Ross will be great to have at this time given you're fighting for, honestly, the division as Denver is coming up on your tail just one game back at you and you don't want to lose these final four games at all. But to get that one seat, he could also come in and maybe provide a boost. This season, though, he hasn't really done much and I don't think he's going to change anything this season. I think that's the ultimate thing. Is he going to be a big addition, a big help? Well, yeah, but at the same time, I don't know if he is going to be like this savior. It's not like we're going to get him back and, oh, the wide receiver room saved. Let's get it. Everything's going to be okay. Like, that's, that's just not how it's going to work. You saw stats. He only caught three balls. this game. So. I'd like to have him back. I think he can be a really good guy for the future. But right now, it's just not exactly the worst or rather the best timing for him to come back. We do appreciate you watching, though, and, I know that Ross is an exciting player, to say the least. So I'm glad he's back, and hopefully he can play this weekend. But if not, maybe he'll play on the upcoming, or rather following week, against the Raiders for Christmas. We're going to be live for both those games. So make sure you join us here on the Chiefs Report. And hit that subscribe button, youtube.com slash Chiefs TV. Chiefs Kingdom, we'll see you later. Peace out. Can Justin Ross be a savior to the Chiefs? Can he be a savior? We got a bunch of whys. I'm kind of saying that. There, Dice says no. Oh, boy. Tony Fuentes says why. Chiefs for life. Dehoff just tweeted that Chiefs didn't even make an offer. Is that true? The Dean Duo. Tay. Listen, I'm going to come on here. I, I kind of told y'all. Some of y'all may know. I do cover the Titans as well. So I know, Tay, you saw me on there. But honestly, I'm telling you this. Chiefs are my first love, my first channel. And overall, I'm Chiefs the Titans all the way. suck. <laughs> they beat the, here, here's my thing. Last night was awesome because rooting for the Titans helped the Chiefs. It bounced the Dolphins. Chiefs are always my first love, and honestly, I just like to talk about the NFL, and I'm happy to be here and talk about the Chiefs, but the Titans are also the team that I do cover here at Chat Sports. There's a lot of people who kind of do multiple teams, but the good news is the they Chiefs suck. are better. The Chiefs are better. I mean, like, let's just be quite honest. Patrick Mahomes or Will Levis. And this channel's a much bigger deal in the company. 1,000%. There is a lot more people right here. Yeah, Tay, don't, no, don't worry, man. I cover both. It's been a dream job to cover the NFL, and here I are. But with that being said, I also have to cover multiple teams. I don't, I'm unfortunately, I will say this. I will say this to everybody who's watching. If we can grow this, this Chiefs channel bigger and bigger and bigger, I don't have to do the Titans anymore. So if that tells you anything, hit that subscribe button. Now, Super Chats help, you don't have to, but hit that subscribe button, hit likes, hit comments, hit subs. Guess what? Then, I don't have to do the Titans channel. I can say good goodbye, adios, see you later. And we can just focus on the Chiefs, but for right now, uh, obligated to do a couple of both, but don't worry, Chiefs are always my first love. We got a couple of Ys, got a couple of Ns. I think it's mostly N to be. Chad Jameson saying N for no, and uh, no, Ross elevates Prince, and if Pop is out, Ross isn't shown that much, yeah. I'm telling you. Elevate to Eric Prince. I like that. Dean Duo saying why for yes. Time in saying yes. Jay Klein saying in for no. What's up, Jay? Glad you're having with us. The Bright Wolves in the chat saying why for yes. We appreciate you. Well, I know we had some a little bit of a, a hoorah with the questions, so make sure you're getting those questions in. Use hashtag Chiefs, or you can skip the line and skip the queue and super chat. And just like Payson, there you go. Payson, you're going to be on our show for sure, 100%. You'll jump on. Payson will be the first question. Do not say it. I cannot wait to get Payson's question on screen. Oh, okay. Take care. I was just getting excited for Payson's question. I'm Send an hashtag Chiefs for Super Chat. Also, we're only get one. On the we're, we're four likes away from 80 likes, by the way. Hit that like button. Spam that like button if you're excited for the Chiefs and are ready for this mailbag coming up. Spam it. I want four more likes. Four more, and we can get going here. 
Four Who more likes. Liked it? Who unliked five, it? Five more likes now. <laughs> Who unliked it, bro? Come on, we got over a hundred <laughs> people in here, guys. Hit that like button. Hit that like. Tie man's got it in the chat. He's hit that like button. Now we need four. Let's go, Michael Waits, everyone. We appreciate y'all. Hit that like button. We're trying to get to eighty likes here. We're so so close. Two way. Two way. Two more. Who's it gonna be? Who's gonna step up to the plate and show I am a loyal Chiefs Kingdom member? And I'm going to hit that like. We are one away. We are one away. We are one away. Hit that like button. Who's it going to be? Who's going to step up? Who is going to do it? There we go. 80 likes. Let's do it, guys. We appreciate y'all. We appreciate it. As always, we got the mailbag. And with 80 likes, man, we're ready to go. Before we get started, Lennon, I think we got your question. Because you asked Sam directly, I feel obligated to. We're good. Okay, let's we get got, going. We got you in there, Lennon. How could I miss you? At the pride of Edmond, Oklahoma. My yeah. dad's hometown. That is right. Uh, at least you're not in Boomer Sooner land of Norman. All right, let's get going here on the mailbag. You can keep putting in questions. We'll still have time. Payson, you're the first one up, my guy. Let's get this Chiefs mailbag rolling. Chiefs news. Chiefs rumors. What's going on with the Chiefs? Well, this is your time to ask questions here on this Chiefs Mailbag. We really appreciate you joining us here. And as always with this Mailbag, I'm your host, Jay Sanders, and let's get right into it with our first question from Payson, who sent in a $5 Super Chat. Payson is a legendary member of the Chiefs Kingdom with a first-timer, too. First-timer. You always remember your first time, Payson. He says, should the Chiefs, should the Chiefs target T. Higgins and Marquise Brown in the offseason or trade up for an early-round wide receiver? Payson, I like this question because I think there is a way for the Chiefs to do both. Now, they have $30 million in cap space, and Chris Jones is probably going to be worth that much. Now, Marquez Valdez-Gentling is costing you $14 million. Kadarius Toney is costing you $2 million. There's a couple other guys that could be taken off that payroll that could potentially open up cap space. So you could sign on Chris Jones still, but if you don't sign on Chris, that leaves you a lot of room for a lot of different options. There's a way where you can make a couple of trades get up to around the 15th overall pick and still have time and have money to go out and get a T Higgins, go get a Marquise Brown. I've said this a lot though. One guy that I think is going under the radar that I think would be a very good option for the Kansas City Chiefs is Curtis Samuel. He's a guy out of Washington, has a really good season this year with Sam Howell over there, and he's going to be a free agent. His market value is around the $5 million mark. And for a receiver like him, I think that's super good. And it's something that Brett Feach would be doing. Like That seems like what Brett Feach would do. A cheaper guy that has very, very good potential. Next question, we appreciate you, Pace. And the Dean Duo comes in saying, since George Pickens wants out of Pittsburgh, can the Chiefs possibly pick him up in the offseason? So he's technically under contract. He's still got that rookie deal going on. And given he's not costing a lot of money, I don't know what they would do. Now, I did see that Mike Tomlin actually addressed Pickens on the sideline and said that his... Basically, antics are causing a problem now. With that, I don't know if they're going to trade him. I doubt they would cut him, given he's still on the rookie contract and someone could pick him up and literally pay him dirt to play. And he is a good wide receiver. Like, I think overall he's kind of sucked because of his quarterbacks. Like, Kenny Pickett is not very good. George Pickens is a very good receiver. And I think he's honestly just frustrated. So hopefully the Chiefs could do something with him if that's possible. But more likely than not, if they're going to get rid of him, It'll be via trade this offseason. Next question coming in from Mr. Mahomie15 saying, Chiefs, will the rest continue to make calls against the Chiefs? Man, I hope not because, listen, as much as I want to sit here and say the refs are the reason the Chiefs are losing these games, I'm not going to. I think they have been a part of the game. I don't think they are the reason the Chiefs lost, though. If you go to the Packers game, it should have been pass interference. But at the same time, you're down eight on the road. You have to then punch it in and get the two-point conversion, and that's just for a tie. Now, you go on Sunday, it was Kadarius Tony who was offside. It wasn't the ref. He was offside. Now, was it inconsistent? Yes. I don't think the refs are necessarily screwing the Chiefs. I think they have been very inconsistent, though, which hurts teams, and it's not just the Chiefs. It hurts everybody in the NFL. I have to ask Chiefs Kingdom, though, have the refs been screwing the Chiefs this year? Have there been more penalties against the Chiefs rather than for the Chiefs in this season? think there has been then i want you to type y for guess if you think nah jace it's just the way the game goes man that's just that's just how it is then i want you to type in for no 
Let me know in today's comment section. I really appreciate it. And I think it's an interesting question to bring up for Chiefs Kingdom. Astaben coming in here with a question saying, what are the chances we fire Matt Nagy? Who could we get? Um, I like you add in that last sentence there because the chances we fire Matt Nagy I think would be higher if there were someone out there that you could easily see that the Chiefs could go get. But at the same time, I don't know if they would. Like, Nagy isn't the greatest, but at the same time, he's not the worst. His schemes aren't the greatest, but also the wide receivers have been an issue. There's part of it that thinks they're going to bolster the wide receiver room this offseason and give Nagy a second chance. So I would say if you're looking at the percentages right now, it's probably 70% they keep him, 30% they fire him, unless these last four games – the offense just blows up on itself, and everything goes downhill. Lennon! <laughs> I, I, I still can't get over the profile picture, Lennon. I appreciate it. He says, KT is our top three wide receiver. We are not including Kelsey as receiver. Rice, Watson, and KT are our, are our best options. I'm not going to deny you there. I think he has such prowess to be a top three wide receiver. But at the same time, he's just not. He hasn't been that way. I think if you don't include... Kelsey, the only wide receiver that I think has been stable throughout the entire year, has been Watson. Uh, Rice wasn't much of a factor early in the year just because he was so young. If you want to go more the past seven weeks, probably Rice and Watson, but Watson had that injury. Kadarius Tony has been in and out. He hasn't had his, his stats aren't that good. 25 catches. For a guy who's played in pretty much every game, it's not exactly the greatest thing. I do think he does have prowess, and I'm going to kind of quote Andy Reid here. You can't exactly look at the negatives and immediately just take that away from him and say, oh, he does this, so he can't be good at this. But you do have to understand that his continual time to hurt the Chiefs is something to be noted. Tony Fuentes, I believe in Chiefs, but we need a wide receiver core to step up there where she rises the only wide receiver doing great. I completely agree. This wide receiver need, needs to step up. There needs to be somebody in here to come in and be able to just say, hey, I'm going to take over. I'm going to show you what we have. And this entire group has to come together around him. It hasn't been that way. I don't know if Juju was the key, the, the key keeper last week or everyone to call him, the guy who set the offense on fire. But now you, you lose him, and this offense just hasn't done much. I will mention Richie James came back and immediately dropped a pass, which was objectively funny and at the same time stupid. Like he fits right in, dropped a pass in the first game he came to. I'll tell you what, though. Hopefully they're not dropping passes in Gillette Stadium as they travel up to New England to take on the Patriots this upcoming Sunday. And if you want the Chiefs to beat the Patriots, well, then do me a favor. Hit that like button. We're trying to get as many likes as possible on this because if we hit the like button, we're going to get more likes, which means this video is going to be sent out to more Chiefs fans. And we're going to get more people joining this community here on the Chiefs Report by Chat Sports. We really appreciate it. So always hit that like button. Plus, don't be the jinx. Don't be the jinx. Plus, hit that like button if you're putting prize picks down on this upcoming game. I've got my prize picks already set for this Sunday's game. I've got the more on Patrick Mahomes passing yards at 259.5. I think I know this this Pat's defense is good, and it's going to be in Gillette, so it may be a little bit of a colder game. But at the same time, I think Pat's going to come back with fire in his heart, and he's going to throw the ball really well. Ezekiel, I got the more on his rushing yards at 56.5. They're not going to have Ramondre Stevenson with the Patriots, so I got the more on that. I'm telling you what, Prize Picks is a skill-based, real daily fantasy sports game, and it's awesome because it's super, super simple to play. All you do, you choose two or more players from any sport, and then you go more or less on their projected stats. You can go from two players to six players, and then you choose flex or power play, depending on how much you're willing to put there and what your confidence is on these guys. Now, if you don't know what Prize Picks is, like I mentioned, it's a skill-based, real money daily fantasy sports game, and because you can do it on multiple sports, it's the perfect time to start because the NBA is now here and you can combo your projections across the NBA and NFL. So you can pick them more on, say, Patrick Mahomes touchdowns and Jason Tatum points. Check it out at prizepicks.com CLNS and use code CLNS for a first deposit match of up to $100. Prizepicks also offers a reboot policy, so even if one of your players gets injured, your entry is going to stay in play. So for football and basketball, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and then does not return, you are going to get that player rebooted. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and enormous selection of players and stat types are what makes Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Once again, go check it out at prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use that code to CLNS for a first deposit match of up to $100. Shout out to Prize Picks. It's daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, we got another question coming in here from P. Wine saying, 
would love to see us get Mike Evans and Chris Olave next season. So Olave still on that young contract. He will not be a free agent, and I don't think the, the Saints will train him. Mike Evans is a free agent. The only thing I have with Mike, he's going to cost a lot of money, and the rumor with Mike right now is that once he goes into free agency, he's pretty much a lock to go to Houston, given he's an AM player, comes back home, and gets to play with the Texans. It seems like that's a pretty one. Plus, they also have C.J. Stroud down there. Gets away from Baker Mayfield. I don't think he'll stay with the Buccaneers, but I think overall he just doesn't fit the Chiefs. He fit during the trade deadline because he was a rental option for this season. You wouldn't be paying too, too much, and he was a veteran guy. But in the offseason, he's probably going to be looking for a three- to four-year contract. And given his age, I don't think the Chiefs are willing to do that, and I don't think Mike Evans is willing to go that route. We got another question here coming from Jay Klein. Miami losing is huge for Casey. Oh, Jay, you could have you read my mind, man. That was such a big game because the playoff picture is now completely flipped on its head in terms of what could happen. Now, there is still the Baltimore Ravens, but let's go through this scenario real quick. The Chiefs are 8-5, one game back of the Dolphins, two games back of the Baltimore Ravens. You win out. You win out. You don't play the Dolphins, you don't play the Ravens. You win out. That's the first step. Then the Dolphins lose to the Cowboys, but they also play the Ravens. They beat the Ravens. So you're tied with the Cowboys, or the, rather the Dolphins. The Ravens play the Dolphins and the Niners. They lose both of those games. You're tied with them too. You have head-to-head -head over the Dolphins, and your conference record is better than the Ravens. Bingo, bango, you're the one seed. It's still there, guys. It's still there. You just have to win out and hope for a little bit of help coming down the stretch. Richard P., do you think Pop plays this week? I'm hoping so. He didn't practice at all last week, though. I'm a little surprised behind that. I think he's probably got a good shot, but if he doesn't play, I would almost guarantee he plays in the upcoming week after that on Christmas versus the Raiders, given it being back at Arrowhead and two weeks after his supposed shoulder injury. Chad Jamison with the next question. If Biennemi is gone from Washington because of the fire of the coaching staff, would you bring him back to KC? 100%. But the problem, I think, is if Washington fires Rivera, they may look to Biennemi for their head coach. And so, therefore, he may not be available. There's already been a bunch of talk that Biennemi is going to be in line for a head coaching job after this season. And I think it'd be hard for him to not want to come back to KC if he's still looking for an offensive coordinator job, given he has so many weapons. Overall, I've heard him being rumored with the Bears if they fire Matt Eberflus. Obviously, if Washington and they fire, uh, they fire Ron Rivera, they may hire him. Brandon Staley with the Chargers, they could fire him. They could either hire their offensive coordinator Kellen, or maybe they could hire Bieniemy. There's a lot of options. I think overall, he's probably more of a coach in the next season though than an offensive coordinator. Chiefs for LV saying, "Is Veach on the hot seat? Dude can't draft and evaluate receivers. He's not on the hot seat because." Has he done great with receivers? No, not exactly. But if you look at his other acquisitions, they've been great. You think about the cornerbacks. Legereus Sneed, Trent McDuffie, the defense, George Karloftis, Willie Gay Jr. Shamari Connor had his first pick this past Sunday. He's evaluating the defense very well. And the offense, I mean, Isaiah Pacheco, sixth-round pick. It's the wide receivers that I think he hasn't done a great job with. And that's probably also on Andy Reid and kind of this entire offense as a whole and just evaluating receivers. But at the same time, you do have to look. Who was the wide receiver picked this last year? It was Rasheed Rice. Guess what he's doing? Amazing things, amazing things. So I don't think he's in the hot seat, but definitely a little bit of a question to his wide receiver knowledge. The Dean Duo comes in with a question saying, do you still think the Chiefs can go to the Super Bowl with this wide receiver core? And if not, how can the Chiefs fix it? I think they can. I think it'll be the hardest Super Bowl ever to be won just because Patrick Mahomes, he knows it in his heart, but it's him, Travis Kelsey, Rasheed Rice, and Isaiah Pacheco, and that's it. Like, Tony will help out a little bit every now and then, but he also hurts. You have MBS that helps out a little bit every now and then, but hurts. Sky Moore has been literally non-existent. And I thought, that, I thought Sky was going to be the number one wide receiver at this point in time, but he's not. I think they can get to it, but it's going to put so much pressure on Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes and the defense has to continue playing well. That's a big thing. The defense falls off the cliff. Chiefs got no shot. The Bright Wolf comes with a question saying, trade for Drake London. Probably not. I don't think that's going to fit. And again, uh, contract there, still rookie. So not going to be able to get that out of the Atlanta Falcons. It would be fun, though. I, I, I will say that. I mean, Drake London is a fun player. 
I do think, though, go to his teammate, Mr. Kyle Pitts. That could be more nice. Imagine having Travis Kelsey and Kyle Pitts on the left and right. You're screwed. You're done. Like, that would be so cool. Also, there has been rumors about Travis Kelsey retiring. It'd be nice to have Kyle Pitts in the wings. I don't think Drake Leonard would work. It would be cool, though. It would be cool. All right, well, that's it for our mailbag. If you made it to the end of this video, we really appreciate you. And I want you to do me a favor. Type real one in the comment section to let me know that you're here, you're still riding with me, and you're riding with Chiefs Kingdom. We appreciate it, as always. And hit that sub button. we got a watch party coming up this Sunday for the Chiefs versus the Patriots. Me, Sam, will be live having fun. We appreciate you, as always. Peace out, Chiefs Kingdom.